If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's a Wednesday, baby! Middle of the week. We like to power rank NFL teams in the middle of the week, so <clears throat> let's officially get it started. Week 5, power rankings. As always, we like to start with the teams that just didn't quite make the cut, or scientifically speaking, the JDQMTC. Tom! I got a surprise for you. You can't have more than three. I have four. Why would you do this? Because I couldn't exclude. I couldn't exclude. Damn it, Jacob. We had a really good thing going here. You have three. I have well, five. In my, first week, in my first week, I had five. Nah, give me your four. Okay. For my JDQ NPC for week five, I have the Miami Dolphins. Wow. 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 That's wow. a far drop. Far drop. But it's week by week, and they don't have Tua, and they just lost. Yeah, but I mean, oh, and they like, lose to the Jets, then I'll drop them out. If of they lose to the Jets, then you're really concerned. They're really high in my power rankings. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the LA Chargers. No reaction? They're not even in my JDQ MTC. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, sad to say it, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, yes. And the LA Rams. I got the Bucks, Tampa Bay. Okay. I got the Jags. Yeah, They'll be back, baby. They're going to be back. <laughs> I got the Rams, too. Someone from the South has to be in the top ten. Everybody talked about the Bengals, you know, Super Bowl hangover. The Rams are a little hungover, I, too. Considering we both have Cincinnati in our top ten, yep. and the Rams out, it's pretty clear. The Titans? No, not even close. Or in my JDQ MTC, you just no. hate They're two and two, and they're going to win that division. They're not. Whatever. The Jaguars will. And I got the Giants. In my oh, I knew you would I mean, they're do three that. and one. I, mean, I knew you would do three that. And one. I, mean, I, I hate it. I gotta put them in. I hate three it. And one. I knew uh, you would New put York, them in there. New York Football Giants. I knew you would put them in there. Didn't do it. You have them in the top five. Yeah, I, top my five, number top one. Five, top five. Who do the Giants play this week? Are they going to get slaughtered finally? I think they just need to get slaughtered, right? Right. Like, the they Cowboys be, didn't even they slaughter need to come them in their loss. Oh my God, that's right. They're going to London and playing Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. They'll keep that close. Yeah, London like, games keep are that always yeah. weird. I mean, Will Lutz had the double doink to lose that game. Then they play the Ravens. And then they play the Jags. Reckoning might be coming for the New York football Giants. Possibly. Or they're actually good. And we'll just be doing this when they're like 5-1 <laughs> and one and 6-1. and one and, and we keep, keep we they're just not keep in the top keeping them out of the yeah. top 10. <laughs> Until they're like 15-1, and one, then maybe. So it's pretty clear my surprise team is Miami Dolphins. Uh, very surprised if by they, that. If they lose to the Jets, though... Where do they fall for you? JDQ MTC? Or Maybe out, not even out. in the JDQ yeah. MTC. That's why 
on the verge of that possible loss, I have him in my JDQ MTC. I kind of forgot about the Chargers too, but they would well, be. They, they would have been in my JDQ yeah, MTC anyway. So who would you take out? I'm not taking out the Giants. I'll take the Titans out. <laughs> I'm keeping the Giants in. All right, I'm going to start number Go ten. Yeah, you're going to be surprised by this team. I got the Minnesota Vikings at number ten. Not surprising at all. Well, I feel like they were a little bit higher the past couple of weeks. Yes, for both of us. I think it's just other teams. Exactly. Kind of got they impressed better, me more. And they just kind of snuck by the New Orleans Saints in London. They're going to do that. In London. For all you Friends fans out there, I know you're not one. I have no idea what that reference was, too. So. said Friends. I know, but you I just mean, hate I'm just that saying, show. Just like, I was just hit over the head by a giant cartoon hammer when you did that because I was like, what is he talking about? Like at first, I thought you were doing an accent. I was like, "That's not a London accent." <laughs> no, I in love London to go for my Paul Rudd and forgetting Sarah Marshall British accent, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> Kunu, Kunu, when he's talking to Russell Brand, great character. Because, you sound like you're, you're from, from London, London town. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to London. They're playing the Packers, but uh, Minnesota getting the win again. They're the first team to win across the pond in 2022, and. Like you said, more teams just kind of impress me yes. more than the Vikings, and so they're I don't just doing Vikings things. Like they're going to scratch mm-hmm. and claw their way to a ten and seven, eleven and six record, and make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Like mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins will be down by fifteen points to the Lions for four and, or for three and a half quarters, and then he'll win the game. Like it's just the Vikings' mo at this point. Like I agree, you're so numb to them losing with the Saints. Or with the to, to them the winning with the Saints getting a double doink because this is every week for Minnesota something right. crazy. Like it's going to be happens. a close game. Yeah, let's pause on the on the Vikings here because very quickly we'll be talking about them in my top ten. But for my number ten team, I have a team in I believe you said in your JDQ MTC, the San Francisco 49ers. Mm, they're not in my JDQ. Oh, MTC. so they're up. Okay, so my number ten team, the Niners. My number nine team is the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> My number nine team, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. So we flipped. Yeah. We flipped, yeah. So before we get to the Niners, let's just finish off on the Vikings. What's going to be difficult for them, I think, is that they're going to struggle through their season. They're going to claw an inch their way all the way to a 10-7, and 7, maybe even like an 11-6 and 6 record. But Aaron Rodgers is just going to be so good that he's going to coast and lose, what, like three games for the rest of the season. And even though you may be more impressed with Minnesota inching their way to the finish line, Aaron Rodgers, I think, will get there first. I know you picked Minnesota to win the North this year, but it's been so rocky through the first four weeks, Tom, that I just don't know if it's sustainable for the entire course of the season, which is ironic because in his post-game press conference after his win this past week, Aaron Rodgers said his offense isn't sustainable right now. Barely beating New England Barely having any success really on offense compared to the years of the past with Devontae Adams out there. He has said that kind of offense isn't sustainable. We'll see what he does in a turnaround. We'll see what he does in London this week against the Giants. I just think he needs to, I think Aaron Jones and I think A.J. Dillon, that pair need to do a lot more. Need to be a lot, need to be featured a lot more for that offense to really click. But that's why, even though we're talking about the Giant or the, the Packers right now, the Vikings, it's just too hard for them to really get a win. You're asking too much of them to get a single win. So that's why I have them at number 9. You have them at number 10. The, the Niners. Niners are my 10 team. You're number 9 team. 
they are going to be contenders with Jimmy G, but Jimmy G is going to frustrate you all season long. Uh, I was listening pregame before Monday night, and they were showing all the times that Jimmy G just misses reads in the middle of the field, locks like tight ends streaking wide open down the middle, doing jumping jacks almost, asking for the ball, and instead he's throwing mm-hmm. a five yard out to some to Ayuk or to to Debo Samuel. Uh, the touchdown passing through to Debo Samuel was all literally it's literally the example of just trying to get it in your playmaker's hands and then the stat book tells you you have a 56 yard plus touchdown pass like all no, Debo Samuel it was all Debo made it was like, really a bad made, pass honestly. made about like five guys miss and then just ran the rest of the way Jimmy G that, is that, not that juke move he had on Jalen Ramsey the last defender standing in between him and the end zone it's all it was all Debo the Niners defense though might be the best defense in football yes and Fred Warner is such a good linebacker and Bose is an unbelievable oh yeah unbelievable rush guy their defense will carry them to the playoffs their defense will carry them to a winning record but Jimmy G will lose them a that big playoff game, game? yeah because yeah. he wanted That's to fair. lose the game against the Buccaneers last year and right, the pick yeah. went right through the guy's hands he wanted to lose the game to the Niners last, or he wanted to lose the game to the Rams, Rams. last year. Pick mm-hmm. went right through another guy's hands. Like he really has a knack for not showing up in the biggest moments in the best way that you want to. So he's the only thing that holds me back. They might be the best roster overall. Eagles, minus, Eagles have something to do with minus it too, that quarterback. But my, that quarterback quarterback position aside, they might be the most complete team in the NFL. And even though I think Lance could be better than Garoppolo and has bigger playmaking abilities than Garoppolo. I worry that Lance couldn't have handled as good of a roster right now. The mm-hmm. veteran presence might be what they needed this year mm-hmm. for San Francisco. So, Which could spell trouble because Lance isn't going to have any more veteran leadership ability under his belt next year when he comes back after starting only one game this year. No doubt. It's going to be interesting to monitor that situation in the uh, years to come. Number eight? For you or me? I'll go me. Okay. I got the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. I don't know why I have them at number eight. You know, hmm. what did they really do wrong? Nothing. They decided they, to go. They, didn't, they, they just, didn't put up any points in the second half. No, but they decided to go for it on fourth and goal instead of kicking a go-ahead field goal. I think the right decision. I think it's light work for Allen to get the Bills into field goal range to at least tie the game there. You're playing to win the game. You're playing to win the game. So Harbaugh going for it on fourth down. Do you I like don't, that call? I don't hate the call. Lamar, See, I do. Lamar under pressure throws one up to the back of the end zone. Guy was open a split second earlier than when he threw it, but because he hesitated a little bit because of the pressure that was in his face, it allowed the uh, member of the Bills secondary to adjust and get over towards. I think it was either Bateman or Duvernay. So to and me- pick him off, Bills get into field goal range because, like I just said, mm-hmm. it's light work for Josh Allen to get into field goal range and win the game. So to me, that's now three times in the last two seasons where Harbaugh has gone for the win rather than play for overtime really because uh what they were <clears throat> they were tied right at the moment Baltimore and Buffalo it was uh 20 to 20 yeah it was so 20 it would have been to go ahead it would have been the go ahead touchdown but you have the most guaranteed kicker in NFL history why not take the points well even so they were on like the 5 any kicker in NFL history should make that exactly but why when you have 3 points gift wrapped to you why do you why do you not take it when Knowing if you don't get this touchdown on fourth down, Josh Allen, all he needs to do now is get into field goal range. He doesn't have to get into the end zone. He just needs to get in field goal range for Matt Gay or for Tyler Bass. Sorry. So 
That was a random callback to yeah, that game. I don't know why. It was just the kicker that came into my head. Wow. Is but, he even still in the league? Yeah, I think he's the kicker yeah? for the Rams. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. Keep talking. Go for it. But to me, you look back to the last two games. Sorry, not the last two games, but the last two times John Harbaugh did similar things last season. Right? He went for two against the Steelers to try to go up against them rather than kick the field goal or rather rather kick the extra point to tie it and then do the same thing the very next week for the Green Bay Packers. A lot of people said it was the right move to do against the Packers because you don't really trust your defense against Aaron Rodgers. Which is why it was the right move against the Bills. Well, see, I disagree because at least now you're up. Like, that was to go up. The extra point was to go up the in the, in, in the last year since. This year, you you were tied. You can just hope that you your defense gets that stop. You're not going to lose the game if they kick a field goal. I think that tells you he doesn't think his defense is going to get the stop. I think that's what he tells. Like he's well, not going to come out and say that, but that read between the lines, he doesn't think his defense can stop the well, Bills' offense. In that case, in the last two years, John Harbaugh is now zero and three when he's made a decision like that. I'm not going to fault him for the aggressiveness. Yes, I could see it from both sides, but I think I would have gone for it too. Interesting. My number eight team, a team I know for a fact was in your JDQMTC, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> They actually look the best that they have all year in the loss. Yes. So, I I mean, we've had them kind of floating around our top five all year long, right? Or certainly our top ten. Uh, but this, I mean, even though it was a loss, yes, you kind of felt like, okay, the Bucks. this could be the uptick for the Bucks here. They lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, but their offense now, we see how good it can be. With Chris Cowan back and healthy, with Mike Evans no longer serving that suspension, Brady is really that deadly when you give him capable wide receivers. I've heard the argument a lot. If you were to put Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in Green Bay and give Brady the receivers that Aaron Rodgers has, Rodgers would have or Brady would have quit and retired before the season even started. He he wouldn't tolerate playing at his age at 45 with those receivers. And Rodgers right now would be playing like an MVP like he has the last two years. It just happens the fact that Brady is the one playing with Godwin's and Evans. That offense is scary. You talked about San Francisco having one of the most fulfilled rosters in the league. I think Tampa Bay is right up there, especially now with the offense clicking once again. Number seven? Well, because that was your number eight, right? Yes, sorry. Number seven? As I was so rudely interrupted. Sorry. The Cincinnati Bengals. Before we get to the Bengals, can I just mention my number seven team? Is it the Ravens? It's the Baltimore Ravens. There you go. So we don't really need to continue much more on the Ravens. Had a bad loss, or had a had a, a bad, bad loss. loss. Not a bad loss. It's, I think when Not you don't put up any points in the, uh, in the fourth the quarter, and you have a chance to go ahead, and you choose not to go with Justin Tucker. It's a bad loss. It's the Bills, though. I mean, anyways, you're number seven team. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals. So I got back to back AFC North teams at eight and number seven. That's fair. Bengals are my highest rated AFC North team. I think they're starting to knock that rust off. I think the Jets. I think, they I think are the too. Jets game was a big deal for them to kind of get things rolling, and I think the Dolphins game is one now where okay, we beat a bad team to start to get momentum going. Now we're going to beat a good team at home, kind of hold serve, cover the three and a half point spread. Yes, Tua got hurt, so there's a little bit of an asterisk there, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty good Dolphins defense, and the Bengals didn't have much trouble. I'll say at least getting that kill shot against them in that final, they hit Jamar Chase on the deep ball that he gets to like the 10. And the T. Higgins touchdowns earlier in the game. That's the thing with the Bengals too. We Chase was an animal against the Steelers. Kind of been quiet on Chase's standards since. 
but Higgins has been just yeah. a dominant force in Chase's absence. So now what I think teams are going to do is they're going to say, well, we pay all this attention to Chase and it's working, but Higgins is torching us. We have to take some of that attention away from Chase onto Higgins. And where Chase is helping Higgins now, I think Higgins is going to help Chase as the season goes on, and then teams are just going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place because mm-hmm. might be the best top, the best one-two punch in yes. the NFL right now. Higgins is a freak. And that's with number one not even playing to the best of his ability. Right. Not, not maybe not to the best of his ability. But that's but not when you not have, even having his best season. When you have a one and two like that, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. One's getting shut down. Two's going to ball out. Mm-hmm. So you want to hit your number six team here because we because yours was the Ravens. The Ravens. seven. You're not gonna like this. You're mine. You're number sixteen. Yeah. Okay. How about them Cowboys, Tom? Number six. My number sixteen. Put that blue star on a helmet any day. The Dallas Cowboys. Interesting to me because you left them out, I believe, or you put them in your JDQ MTC last week, or they were really far down your list. I think they weren't even in. They looking back on it, they were not even on my JDQ MTC. As they keep Big winning jump. though, and Dak may come back this week. I don't think he is. I think Jerry Jones said in his press conference earlier this week he's still having a little bit of trouble holding the football. So plans are for Cooper Rush to start against the Rams. And Cooper Rush is three and up. Now that you've gone three and one. Right, because the, they lost the the first. Dax zero and one. Cooper rushes three. Three now. Now that you've gone three and one in these first four weeks, I think you can afford a loss here if you lose to the Rams. However, that defense in Dallas is playing really well right now. So much so that I think the combination of them playing well versus or in tandem with the Rams' offense kind of sputtering, it maybe could lead to another Dallas win. I would pick the Rams to win this game. I think the Rams are really good at the get-right game at home, and that's what they're going to be facing here. But Cooper Rush, hats off, man. You're not really blowing people away, but you're 3-0. and You're 3-0. And, and you're, you, you successfully saved the Cowboys season. I, I heard this analogy earlier. Think of it as a relay race. Cooper had the baton. He did his job, now right? He, has he, to hand he didn't it back lose off the, the lead. Yep. He didn't fall and trip and completely give up on the race. He kept pace and is willing, or not willing, but is fully able to give Dak Prescott the baton to win the rest of the season for him. I think I think it was a great analogy. Really interested to see how the offense does with Dak back and Dak getting back up to speed. Remember, he only had CeeDee Lamb in week one when they lost. Now mm-hmm. Gallup's back. They're mm-hmm. starting to get that receiving core you know, up to speed. Pollard and Zeke are both playing really well. Right. Cowboys might find themselves in that Eagles-Packers range of contenders if Dak can come back and play well. Yeah, I agree. Because it, the roster around him is really good. I you can't sustain the success with Cooper Rush for the rest of the season. We're not saying there's a quarterback controversy, but yeah, we're not Dak, Dak needs to step up. Like when Absolutely. he gets back in there, he can't just play average. It's he, proven with this three and one start that the roster's good enough to be a contender. Yes. So and you need to play like Dak Prescott, not just some mediocre talent. Not I don't I don't mean to call Cooper Rush a mediocre talent, but, but he, he is. you need to elevate this team coming back here. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Number five. For you. A team that you didn't even have in your top ten. 
this is where I got the Miami Dolphins checking in. Mm. Number five. I just, I'm not going to fault them too much for losing their starting quarterback for the majority of a game on a short week where he was already kind of concussed in Cincinnati against the reigning AFC champion. You lose that game. Kind of expected them to lose that game anyway. Drop them down a couple spots in my rankings. But like you said, this is kind of week to week, and I'm not really looking ahead right now in my evaluation of them and worried about what the future might hold without Tua or a less than 100% Tua. But I think that this team might drop faster, especially if they struggle against the Jets next week. And I see, oh, man, if Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback, this team ain't any good at all. So five for now, but it's a very flimsy number five. See, that's why I I put them in my JDQMTC because I feel like if they lose to the Jets next week, it'd be a significant drop. We both have them at number two in our week four power rankings. It'd be a significant drop to go from number two to completely out of it in just a two-week span. So that's why I wanted to create that buffer zone of putting them in my JDQMTC because if they lose to the Jets, they're out of it. If they beat the Jets, I think I keep them in my JDQMTC. Number five? Number five for me, I've got a team we've discussed uh, earlier because of its divisional opponent. I've got the Green Bay Packers here at number five. At number four, for you, I've got the Green Bay Packers. So for the Packers, we, we mentioned how earlier the, the Vikings have been clawing and teething their way to every win. The Packers kind of have been doing something similar, but you just have more faith in the Packers to win those games because of... Number 12 versus number 8 in Minnesota. I think the Packers are just going to get better as the season goes on. I think that offense is going to just get better and better and better. Those receivers are going to get to Aaron Rodgers' speed. He's going to bring them up to speed as we work our way through this year. And they're winning games as they go through growing pains, mm-hmm. which I think is such a big deal. Like, they're not a completely, you know, well-rounded machine yet, and they're still at 3-1. and one. And they beat Tampa Bay using defense on the road, and Rodgers just hitting a couple plays that he had to hit because he's so good at that. They're still a Super Bowl contender in my mind. But like we were talking about, Kyle Brandt said on our show on Monday, and I just said that like he was our guest. He said it on (laughs) NFL Network, and we stole his takes on our show. It's kind of like the Packers have to work for it now. Like they're Mm -hmm. still going to be there, they're still going to be a contender at the end, but. It's not just, oh, this is 13-4, and four, no problem. they got to work to get to those 13 wins for what it feels like the first time in the LaFleur era. It seems so easy for them since he's taken over. However, I think these next three weeks are the get-right portion of their schedule. The Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders. you got to crush wow, all three. is that of, not what the doctor ordered? you got to crush all three of those teams. They won't crush the Giants just because it's in London. Fair. But you got the Jets in Green Bay, and then you go to the Commanders' house in Washington. But you gotta you gotta beat those three teams because after that, Tom, you got the Bills in Buffalo. Can't wait for that game. That's gonna be a great game. It's and it's already slated to beat the Sunday night game. Beautiful. Well done, NFL scheduling committee mm-hmm. and NBC. How about the uh, just a quick aside, like sure. We're giving London some stars now. It's usually just the Jags and the yeah, Vikings. Right. Like, have a little Aaron Rodgers for, like, for, for, for breakfast you, tea. Kind of reminds you how the Thursday night games have gotten better over the years. Well, Bezos. Bezos dropping that sure. bag. Although this week, it might be the toilet bowl, the puke bowl, the Colts and the Broncos. Oh, come on. Oh, God. I mean, on paper, that could have been a great game. Yeah, I don't blame Bezos for that. 
that looks like a good one at the beginning of the year. A little and Russ, now it's, a little Matt Ryan. And now, now it's, it's a, yeah, terrible. Uh, my All number right, well, four yep. team. Yeah, my number four team, the highest rated AFC North team on my list. You jumped the Bengals. I did. The Cincinnati Bengals. I was debating putting them at five and putting the Packers at four. I think I should have done that looking back on it. But the they just look so good. Joe Burrow just looks like, okay, I've knocked off, as you mentioned earlier, I've knocked off that season-starting rust. Here I am. I've got Jamar Chase. Oh, Chase isn't going to have a huge day. Oh, I'm just going to throw the ball to T. Higgins. Over over Xavier Howard, who many regard as one of the best cornerbacks in the league right oh, now. Oh, Higgins got hurt? Okay, I'm just going to start throwing to Tyler Boyd, and he's going to go off. Like, right. oh, oh, our receiving game isn't working? Okay, Joe Mixon, run for 100 yards. They're back, I think. And the defense, I mean, Trey Hendrickson Yeah, their is defense playing. is really good. Sunday Night Football this week. Yes. Bengals-Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. I think the Bengals might win that I game. think the Bengals might win that one, too. Uh, it is on the road, though. It's in Baltimore, but Baltimore has not done as well. Baltimore used to be that team like Baltimore, New England. The only two teams where you knew you couldn't go into and win, right? Baltimore and, and the peak of the Flacco era. Now, Tom, both of their losses yeah, yeah. have come at home. Or, I'm sorry. And have come at home after having double-digit leads. Yes, yes. To the Dolphins uh, two weeks ago and, and the to the Bills this week. So maybe that home field advantage in Buffalo in, in Baltimore isn't as real as we were once as accustomed to. Nope, so they're 0 and 2 so far at home this year. I think the Bengals are done with that early season rust. I mean, we always say this that that first month of football is always so much fun because you know how much football you have left. But now once you get to October, you know, okay, we're in it now. The teams who kind of stumbled out the gate are going to get back get right, and they're going to lead the way for the rest of the year. I mean, year. Burrow and the offensive line, they didn't play snap in the preseason. So right. they had to get up And speed. And I mentioned this to you on Monday. The first two games, Joe Burrow was sacked combined 13 times. The last two games, com- sacked a combined three times. O-line's getting better for sure. Yep. Top three time. Okay, so. Number three. The Kansas City, City Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh-oh, I think we're. Number right. two. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Number, Number one, one, the Philadelphia. Jacksonville, actually, the Philadelphia <laughs> the <New York> Eagles. Giants? <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, let's start with the Chiefs. I was nervous because I think I could have put the Chiefs at two. I debated putting the Chiefs ahead of the week Bills. Just because of how great of a day it was for them on Sunday night against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay, nonetheless. The Chiefs that we saw in their three wins are the real Chiefs. The fluke was the game against the Colts. It's amazing that this team is just as good as they were without Tyreek Hill, but they are. And so now I tip my cap to the GM. Great work moving on from the guy and not paying him because you didn't need him. Bringing in Juju, bringing in Marquez Valdez-Scantley, utilizing more of Mecole Harmon. It it came down to, do I want Hill or Kelsey? Can't have both anymore because Mahomes is making $8 billion a year mm-hmm. now. So. And you know you can get wide receivers galore. Kelsey is a is a, in a, a league of his own. Yep. Yeah. So I think it was the right move to keep Kelsey. I think most GMs would have recognized that and made that move. Kept Kelsey, let Tyreek go. Right? Do, do you agree? That I most- think so, too. It's just you have to make those tough decisions when you get to a point where your quarterback's making buku bucks. And... Hats off for making the right one because they're just as much of a juggernaut offensively yes. without Hill. Yeah, it just shows you how good Mahomes is because and he's Kelsey. doing Yeah, well both. But Mahomes leading that offense, that that touchdown pass he had to McKinnon that he just flicked after spinning away and nearly getting cat just ridiculous. Buffalo though. Number you, two. I think they got the edge 
because of the way they won their game over Baltimore, in Baltimore. Bills and Eagles, our top two teams, are just well-rounded machines. Yes. Defense, special teams, offense, they win it all. Here's my here's my concern with the Eagles. Because it's Philly, who has arguably the the most critical fan base of all, right? And like I said, if you're not the Packers or if you're not a Tom Brady-led team and you're the last unbeaten team, as soon as you lose your first game, everyone's going to come for you. Say, oh, nope, that was it. We were just, wait, we knew they wouldn't go undefeated. We knew they were going to lose eventually. What is going to happen with Philly when they lose their first game? Hopefully not much, especially if it's just one and then they win the next Like three. in terms of people doubting them for the rest of the season, right? Like, Yeah, not. not. I, I'm, I'm so? not to the point where they lose a game and I'm like, they might not make the play. Like they're making the playoffs and they're probably winning the East. Right, I'm just saying be- the nature of the Philadelphia team. Yeah, for sure. But the nature of this Philadelphia team is you stop us through the air. I'm Jalen Hurts and I threw a pick six against the Jaguars then I am going to run all over you. Miles Sanders is going to run all over you. Yeah, both if you're of going us, to stop the run like the week prior against the Commanders, Miles Sanders can't get anything going on the ground, I'm going to throw all over the ballpark. I'm mm-hmm. going to hit Devontae Smith for crazy amount. Two tutties? I'm going to hit A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown, who has 400 yards receiving already on the year. This week— They're a machine, dude. Yeah, this week, it should. I think they should be okay At going Arizona. up against the Cardinals. The and- Cardinals are kind of fugazi. Oh, what do you mean? They're 2-2. Two and two. That's not a— if we were to do an mm-hmm, uh-huh, I think last week when they were one and two, we did uh-uh. Yeah, they're kind the of gauzy to me. I mean, the Cardinals now have only beaten their two wins. They've only beaten the Panthers, and they've beaten the Raiders, who were winless at the time. So Big wins. Not really. I So I expect <laughs> they the Eagles— They, too, are 0-2 at home, it, the it could be It could be a shootout, right? Kyler Murray could go off. But I think that the Eagles will win. It's in two weeks' time from now. Where the Eagles travel to Dallas on Sunday night. Oh, I can't wait. If Dak is back, right? I want. I need He's back Dak. for that game. You think so? I bet he is. Okay. Well, there you go. That'll do it for this day's episodes. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts. Shows like The Drive in the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, and of course, The Steelers Standard with myself and Jacob, as well as many, many more podcasts. Ask and Answer, Degree to Disagree, Advanced Scout. I'm plugging the ones that I'm on and no one else. I'm just kidding. Uh, there's a ton. <laughs> the Week in Review, The Godfather of Sports, Stan Saverin uh, on Steelers. It's just so much stuff for you out there. So make sure you subscribe to all of them. They're all on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're back on Friday, breaking down Steelers' bills. How in the heck do you pull this upset? We'll tell you what we think on Friday. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.